In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. The government recommends uh, everybody take a booster over age five. Are you aware of any studies that show reduction in hospitalization or death for children who take a booster? Right now, there's not enough data that has been accumulated, Senator Paul, to indicate that that's the case. The I believe that the recommendation that was made was based on the assumption that if you look at the morbidity and mortality, of children within each of the age groups, you know, zero so, to five, five to 11. Right. So, so, that's, so there, there are no studies, and Americans should all know this, there are no studies on children showing a reduction in hospitalization or death with taking a booster. The only studies that were permitted, the only studies that were presented were antibody studies. So they say, if we give you a booster, you make antibodies. Now, a lot of scientists would question whether or not that's proof of efficacy of a vaccine. If I give you 10, or if I give a patient 10 mRNA vaccines and they make protein each time, or they make antibody each time, is that proof that we should give 10 boosters, Dr. Fauci? Uh, no, that, I think that is somewhat of an absurd exaggeration. Senator well, that Paul. is the proof that you use. Your committees use that. That's the only proof you have to tell children to take a booster is that they make antibodies. So it's right. not an there absurdity. Are, You're already no. at like five boosters for people. You've had, you know, two or three boosters. It's like, where is the proof? Now, I think there is yeah. probably some indication for older folks that have some risk factors. For younger folks, there's not. But here's the yeah. other thing. 
there are some risk factors for, for the vaccine. So the risk of myocarditis with a second dose for adolescent boys, 12 to 24, is about 80 in a million. This is both from the CDC and from the Israeli study. It's also in the VAERS study, remarkably similar, four boys, much higher from boys than girls and much higher than the background. The background's about two per million. So there is risk and there are risks. And you're telling everybody in America, just blindly go out there because we made antibodies. So it is not an absurd corollary to say if you have 10. In fact, you probably make antibodies if you get 100 boosters. All right, that's not science, that's conjecture, and we should not be making public policy on it. So, Senator Paul, if I might respond to that, uh, we just heard in his opening statement, uh, ranking member Burr talk about his staff who went to Israel. And if you look at the data from Israel, the boosts, both the third shot boost and the fourth shot boost, was associated with a clear-cut clinical effect mostly in elderly people, but also as they gathered more data, even in people in the 40s and the 50s. So there is clinical data. But, but not in children. Well, well again, see, here's the thing is, you're not willing to be honest with the American people. So for example, 75% of kids have had the disease. Why is the CDC not including this in the data? You can ask right. the question, you can do laboratory tests to find out who's had it and who hasn't had the disease. What is the incidence of hospitalization and death for children who've been infected with COVID subsequently going to the hospital or dying? What, what, are, what is the possibility if your kid has had COVID, which is 75% of the country's had COVID, what is the chance that my child's going to the hospital or dying? If you look at the number of deaths in pediatrics, Senator, you can see that there are more deaths of in people who have had it, of people who have had the disease. That's right. Senator, we also know from other studies that the optimal degree of protection when you get infection is to get vaccinated after infection. And in fact, showing reinfection <laughs> in the era. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I've had enough of Tony gain of function Fauci trying to lie his way out of another grilling from Senator Rand Paul, and I've got to give credit where credit is due. Senator Rand Paul, uh, Ron Johnson, these, these kind of, uh, of um, public servants have really uh, come out of their, 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 their rhino shells uh, over the last few years and have really started to be, uh, you know, senators that are for the people, and I really love that. I really love that the MAGA squad, which I identify as, uh, and people like... Um, Seems like Rand Paul, Ron Johnson are splitting off from the other, uh, the Rhino Party, the Republican, the Uniparty Rhinos. And uh, people's true colors have been showing. And I've got to say, look, I don't agree with everything Rand Paul says. Heck, I don't even agree with everything that Donald Trump says. But I will say that Rand Paul has been a beast. And he's been doing the things that we want our elected representatives to do for us and our elected senators to do for us, and that's get to the truth. And as you can see, Tony, the rat-faced gain-of-function Fauci, has COVID, and he's sitting there telling you about the efficacy of the vaccines and the efficacy of the boosters and how children should get 17 boosters and 40 vaccines, wear my pillows on their face and everything else, but yet he is at home doing a Zoom call into a hearing because he's got COVID right now. And I don't know if you saw him proudly displaying the Nationals um, uh, jersey 
in the back uh, hanging on his door, but that Nationals jersey was the Nationals jersey that he wore while you were locked down at home, and you couldn't go to baseball games, you couldn't go to the park, you couldn't go to the store, but yet Tony Gain-a-Function Fauci was sitting in an entire baseball um, uh, field. The only Him and two other people were the only ones in the stands of the Nationals baseball uh auditorium, arena, whatever you want to call it, field, seats, whatever. Don't care. Nobody cares about sports anymore anyway. They're all just left-leaning radical morons who bow down to the CCP and the Democrat woke Marxist Communist Party of America. So who cares what it's called? Because I don't go to those places anymore anyway. But you remember... You were all at home locked down while he was there with his mask on, sitting right next to two people. Who knows who they are, but they got to enjoy a baseball game. They want you to get your kids vaccinated. Meanwhile, him, Justin Trudeau, and every other leader in the world who's been um, three times vaccinated and three times boosted, whatever, they're catching COVID. And, And the people that have taken the three vaccines and the boosters and all this are dying at a higher rate when they catch COVID again, than people who are unvaccinated. And Rand Paul just gave him the deets, the details, the facts, those pesky little things called truth. Uh, he, he gave it to, to uh, Tony Gain-A-Function Fauci again and dropped the mic and put Tony back in his place. Now, here's the great thing about Rand Paul. Rand Paul is an actual physician. Rand Paul actually sees patients. Tony Gain-A-Function Fauci does not. He's the highest paid person in government to sit in his house and do Zoom calls and tell you how uh, efficient the vaccines are and how bad it is to not take them. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here live from America. I know that was a uh, I know that was a long, cold open today, and I do appreciate you showing it uh, showing up uh, for live from America tonight. You're locked and loaded right here. And I am. your ever so humble, God fearing and God loving host of the show. Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot. Coming to you from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And as always, it is a blessing to be here, to do this job for you, to worship with you, to go through the gospel with you, to get to the bottom of things in this country with you, to change this country, and to turn us back to God. Amen? What a great, great time it is here. I'd also like to thank very much uh, Dieta Lurch. For the Bibles, thank you very much. If you guys want to send Bibles, just send them right along and we will get them in the hands of, uh, uh, of people that are hungry for the word. I would like to ask prayers for somebody who watches on our Rumble page, Bad Moon. They're asking for prayers with the, uh, for their family, so please keep them in your prayers. And every other person of this Live from America family and this RAV audience who needs prayers, I'd also like to thank two individuals. Uh, Rosa Catalano and uh, Dennis and Tatiana Sled. They've been uh, they've become quite uh, close with my family, and I just want to say thank you all for understanding what it takes and what my family goes through to do this job every single day. But again, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Let's go to the Lord now, shall we? On this June sixteenth, twenty twenty two, this glorious evening where we're all together. Here we go. Many people fear the future, but ultimately, yours is glorious. If you call yourself a child of God, if you believe that Jesus Christ died and was tortured for you, for your sins, and rose on the third day, then ladies and gentlemen, your future is glorious. Glorious beyond anything that you could ever imagine. 
If you persist in trusting God no matter what, then you can anticipate via faith the blessing that is ahead of you. And you can start praising God even in the dark. As you keep looking towards God, his heavenly light shines more brightly on your heart. Jeremiah 29.11 from the King James Version. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. New King James Version, I'm sorry. And from 2 Corinthians 4 through 6, also from the New King James, it is the God who commanded light to shine out of the darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And before you turn out the light tonight, patriots, remind yourself how realistic it is to hope in me, for I have reserved a place in heaven for you. You guys know when you get to a hotel, I don't know if any of you have spent time at any four or five-star hotels. I've had the, uh, the luxury a couple times of being in a five-star hotel. I can't afford it otherwise, but some people have put me up. They've been nice. Put me up in some five-star hotels, and I got to tell you, the, uh, the level of, uh, of service that you get at a five-star hotel is unlike anything other than any other hotel. They really prepare for your visit. How much more glorious is it in heaven what has been prepared for you by God, by Jesus Christ. It's, it's an incredible thing. Folks, please remove your hats if you are wearing one. I'm speaking mostly to the men. But if you're a lady wearing a hat, please remove your hat and let's show our respect to God as we go to him in prayer right now from your lips to his ears. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Folks, what we've created here by the grace of God is a heck of a lot more than a, uh, a TV program. We're a family. We're a congregation. We laugh together. We cry together. We grow together. And we save this country together. Amen? Let's take a quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is commercial break number one. If you're watching on social media, please share, like, and rumble the video. And we'll be right back right after this. Please stay tuned. All right, for my live, lovely family audience here today, I see that the, uh, the numbers are, are, are low on Facebook. Maybe that's people anticipating that we will not be live on Facebook starting Monday. Um, as it is right now, folks, the only reason that, uh, that I allowed that to happen was because uh, our LFA producer definitely wanted to reach out back to Facebook because he remembers the days and trying to get back those folks who, uh, who might not have known where we have gone, but we've been there quite a while now. I don't like the feel of it. It feels like a stain on the show. So Monday will be the last day that you can watch Live from America as a full show live on Facebook. Now, we'll still have the page there from, for him. We'll still post little video clips and shorts and all the things that you're used to. It's just you will not be able to watch the show live 
on Facebook. You'll have to go back to Rumble or Getter. And either way, we will gladly, gladly welcome you back to either platform. Um, it's just I don't feel I don't like it. I don't like it. It does not feel like where God wants us to be. So I'm not going to go where God does not want us to go. And I'll tell you what, back to Facebook is not the answer for me. So uh, Trina says, what? Why is the show not going to be live? That's crap. Just crap. No, no. It's not going to be live on Facebook. The show will still be live, not on Facebook. And I'm sorry if that uh, upsets you. I really uh, appreciate you guys joining in on Facebook. But it's not that hard to just go over to Rumble and watch there or Getter or Roku or Fire Stick or any of the other places. Um, it's just that what they did to us, I just can't, I can't stomach. So I do, I, I am sorry that it's, that it won't be on Facebook anymore, but that's just the way it is. Um, I want to give some shout outs here. Sheila is watching on Rumble. God bless you, Sheila. Thank you for joining in. We've got Lisa Naquin always here on time. God bless. I want to give a big shout out to Tabitha Corn Pop, our own Corn Pop. Lacey Barcelo. Rumble is where it's at. Amen. We've got, uh, you know, and Getter too, and, and Roku and Firestick. They've been good to us. Every one of those platforms. Um, Meemaw Becky, how you doing? We're also on Truth as well. So if you follow on Truth, you can watch it there too. Uh, let's see here. Patriot Johnson in the building. How you doing, Amy? Amy C1019, she says, good screw Facebook. Uh, let's jump over to get her real quick and say hello to our family over there. We've got Suzanne Geyer in the building. How you doing? Good to see you. Miguel Ortiz watching. Good to see you. Thank you very much. Terry is in the building. Alyssa loves USA. Pamela Hernandez, Aspera, Ruby Hines always on time. Happy birthday to Suzanne. Roxy loves life. Let's go, Brandon. Ben Rowe is in the building. Katie 63 on Getter. And one more here. Let's give it to Bama Lady is in the building. How you doing? Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Again, on Facebook, Daisy Scott, how you doing? Good to see you. Brenda is also over there. Margaret Mosley, hello from hot Alabama. Good to see you, Margaret. Thank you for joining in. I appreciate it. Okay, let's come back from this commercial break and let's hammer out this awesome show that we've got lined up today. And if you haven't, please rumble, rumble, rumble the video and share the rumble link. Let's go. Right back here on Live from America, Real America's Voice News, I would like to uh, tell you guys that this Live from America RAV audience, I told you there were more than a family. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have now surpassed the $30,000, that uh, $30,000 mark that we've raised to help people, regular everyday people like you watching today. And it's been for dentures, it's been to uh, fix car problems, it's been to uh, fe- fix leaky, leaky basements, it's been to fix roofs, it's been to uh, do any remodeling based on any damage that's been done, just uh, maybe not being able to pay the mortgage. There's a lot of reasons that we need help in this country. And uh, all together, the LFA family has raised 30000 we passed the $30,000 mark, and our goal was 40000 for the year. So I'd say that God has got us on the right path. Amen. Please folks on that note, lift up your cup and let's have our first slurp of the evening. Mm. Lights, camera, coffee. Here we go. It is called action time. Once again, folks here in this United States of America, because every single time that they cancel one of ours, every single time that they ban one of ours, and when I mean one of ours, you know what I'm talking about, MAGA squad, America first, make America great again, patriots, 
who are engaged now more than ever saying goodbye to the GOP, hello to the GNP. Those are the people that I'm talking about. When those people are canceled, banned, or in any way screwed with by the left, it's time for us to take action and make them stronger. And there is no other patriot out there who has maybe fought as hard as Mike Lindell from MyPillow.com. Again, folks, they got him again. Let's break down the story. Walmart, finally, Walmart has canceled MyPillow. Reportedly, offers a very ridiculous excuse. Walmart has joined the list of big box retailers to pull Mike Lindell's MyPillow products from their stores. After Mike questioned the validity of the 2020 election, stores like Bed Bath & Beyond, Costco, and others removed MyPillow products. As a matter of fact, I think he was canceled by like 20 different box stores. It was actually a bad business decision because what happened was you created an entire an entire country of people willing to make sure that they propped up his company and, may, and, and, and made sure that those 3,000 people that work for him didn't lose their jobs and that this patriot could continue to fight for us here in America. And that's exactly what happened. And we propped him up big time. He gave promo codes to everybody who does a show and they said, okay, let's band together. Look what happens when we are united. We have built an entire parallel economy. We've talked about it many times. We built our own news. We built our own platforms for money transaction, for social media. And now, folks, we basically have built our own salesmen for every product and we're keeping uh, it all together and all boats rise. That's why we created the America Strong Company's business directory on jeremyharrell.com so that every single person who has a business out there had an outlet to advertise for that business and absolutely for free. You can do that on jeremyharrell.com. Will Walmart suffer the same fate as all of those other companies who lost a lot of money and who lost a lot of support by you and I because of the decision that they made. Well, I guess it uh, remains to be seen. But if conservatives decide not to buy from stores that don't support conservatives, then, ladies and gentlemen, you go woke, you go broke. And apparently, apparently, Walmart did not make a stink until Mike Lindell started trying to get these Dominion voting machines out of each county in each state. And he's been having some success with that. And maybe that is the real reason. But the excuse that Walmart offered, according to 100% fed up, was we've got to be honest, the executive VP of Walmart told Lindell, we have a rating system and my pillow is under four stars and we don't accept products under four stars. According to the CEO, they put a rating system in two years ago. So basically, if they, pull, if they bring something into their store and they put it on them shelves, their shelves, they have a rating system. And if you are not hitting the four-star rating system, meaning probably by sales, then they're going to get rid of you. So you mean to tell me, Walmart, that everything in your store has a four-star rating? Are you meaning to tell me that every single per, uh, item in Walmart sells so amazingly and flies off the shelves, so they keep it on there. I don't think that's a very good uh, excuse, but at least it's an excuse. And we all know, growing up, what excuses are like, right? I'll let you guys uh, finish that statement in the comment section. But, ladies and gentlemen, 100% fed up who got this story to begin with, they actually went and found at least three retailers selling queen-size pillows on the Walmart website with customer ratings between three and three and a half stars. 
So it's not only based on how well it sells in the store. If they've got a partner who has below a certain star rating, then they don't want to do business with them as well. But ladies and gentlemen, like they just told you, 100% fed up, found three retailers selling queen-size pillows on the Walmart website with customer ratings between three and three and a half stars. So what game is Walmart playing? What do they think that the, the, everybody just thinks that we're just stupid, mindless sheep who don't understand what's going on behind the scenes and will take any excuse as a legitimate excuse, but we don't. Fortunately, Mike Lindell does not need retailers like Walmart, does not need retailers like Costco. And really what it does is it shows the true colors of these companies, and we should boycott them as much as possible. I know in some places you can only go to Walmart. I get it. But when you can, spend your money in other places. Now, when conservatives buy directly from MyPillow and use promo codes like LFAs, uh, LFA promo code, liberal companies lose out. They lose out. The money goes directly to people like me, people like Steve Bannon, John Fredericks, and other people who have their own promo codes. Goes to people like David uh, Harris Jr. Goes to people like TPUSA. And and all of it grows conservative awareness, conservative news, conservative platforms, conservative um, uh, small and medium large businesses. When we keep our money with our own little ecosystem, well, ladies and gentlemen, it isn't long before we uh, make them cave to us, and then it'll be too late. So help Mike Lindell out again, ladies and gentlemen. You don't got to use my promo code. You can use somebody else's. But the key here is to keep all boats above water, okay? Now, I've been reporting on this domestic terrorist group called Antifa. Wait, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Antifa's just an idea. I forgot. I meant Black Lives Matter. No, nope. Nope, nope, not that terrorist group either. Apparently, they're just oppressed um, uh, oppressed victims in the United States of America. No, ladies and gentlemen, for real, though, Jane's Revenge is the newest domestic terrorist group out there wreaking havoc on the people of the United States of America, wreaking havoc on pro-lifers, wreaking havoc on pro-life centers, and wreaking havoc on fundraiser locations for anybody who claims to be a Republican. Jane's Revenge. And I've told you that Merrick Garland has done absolutely nothing about it. Now, stretch face Armstrong, punch drunk Nancy Pelosi, she was asked about the pro-life centers that were being firebombed. She was asked about the pro-life people that were being doxxed and their life was being threatened. She was asked about all of this. And her response, very interesting as a matter of fact, very stupid, but very interesting because she kind of caught herself up in her own little web of lies by giving the very interesting answer that she gave. She did say, I'm a very Catholic person, but I also believe in a woman's right to choose. Anyway, we've got a, uh, we've got a little clip from old punch drunk Pelosi right here I'd like to pull up for you. So, here we go. Well, let me just say this. A woman has a right to choose, to live up to her responsibility. It's up to her, her doctor, her family, her husband, her, her significant other, and her God. 
uh, this talk of politicizing all of this, I think, is something uniquely American and not right. Other countries, Ireland, Italy, Mexico, have had legislative initiatives uh, to expand a woman's right uh, to choose. Very Catholic countries. I'm a very Catholic person, and I believe in every woman's right to make her own decisions. Any other questions on another subject? Because I'm not going to be talking about that anymore. <laughs> any other questions on any other subjects? I'm not going to be talking about that anymore. Some, but you know what I would love? I would love for one of those reporters to run up there and grab that glass of water and take a drink of it and find out if it's really water or if it's vodka. Notice how she said how people are politicizing this. How people are politicizing this, 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 uh, using this rhetoric, uh, is politicizing and causing danger and, and putting people at risk. Uh, what? What? What about the January 6th committee politicizing that? What about everything that you go after Donald Trump for? What about everything you label all of us as terrorists? You politicize everything, Nancy. But yet she says, no more questions on that. I'm not going to answer that. And those, and those weak reporters in there, they just cave. Okay, I guess she doesn't want to take any more questions on that. But very interesting, isn't it? How she says the other side likes to politicize their rhetoric. Well, you have actual terrorists threatening people's lives, burning and vandalizing their businesses, and you say, oh, the rhetoric is, 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 is politicizing it and making it worse. Uh, what did you do on January 6th? You took what happened on January 6th. You put your little uh, your FBI agents in there and everybody in there to kind of stir up the pot. And then you politicized it. And now you're going after everybody using the Department of Justice. I love how they tell on themselves in their own answers. It's quite, it's quite amusing to watch. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Joey Applesauce made it, uh, made it up from the basement long enough to mumble a few sentences and put a few words together. And when he did, you'll never guess what he said. He actually said that he, uh, he may, may declare a public health emergency when, I'm saying when, but the article actually reads if Roe v. Wade is overturned. I'm not lying. Joe Biden is literally going to declare a public health emergency emergency a national public health emergency over roe v wade being overturned are you kidding me the authorization move by the biden regime would allegedly help women in red states obtain abortions despite the court's ruling and the laws of the state can you even imagine if president trump would even have suggested such abuse by the executive branch he would have been impeached and probably drug out, drug out in the public square and hung. Barricades were quickly, quickly erected at the Supreme Court in May after, the, after the, the leaked ruling. And because of that leaked ruling, you've got leftists out there threatening the lives of everybody who's a pro-lifer and attempting to murder a Supreme Court justice. But yet Joey Applesauce and the left think that they can call a public health emergency after Roe v. Wade is overturned. Unbelievable overreach of the executive power. These people think they're kings and queens when they're clearly nothing but swamp donkeys and rhino corrupt creatures. Unbelievable. I'm not having it, and you shouldn't have it either. Public health emergency. You want to know what's a public health emergency? Having a guy with dementia 
run around eating ice cream and sniffing little kids. That's a public health emergency. We'll be right back. That's a public health emergency. Pedophilia is a public health emergency. Crossing the border illegally with drugs is a public health emergency. Raping children at the border and selling kids to other people who will rape them is a public health emergency. Not the fact that a few women can't kill babies. Oh, no. Chicken Little, the sky is falling. What a stupid person. He and every other Democrat really is. Just straight up stupid. I would like to say for the people watching on Facebook, I am not stopping live from America. I saw a bunch of people freaking out saying, don't close the doors. I'm not closing the doors on live from America. Closing the doors on Facebook. Yes, we will still put up short clips and you will still be able to follow that page because it's his page and I'm not going to tell him he should or shouldn't have it. What I am saying is there will be no live shows on Facebook come Monday. Big shout out to Bumblebee Patriot. Now, I did see that somebody on Facebook said, can you give my son a shout out? It's his birthday. I don't know who that was, but I do want to give him a shout out. So if you could please uh, let me know, please don't do it, Jeremy. Gail, it's okay. Just go watch on Rumble or Getter. It'll be there. Or Truth Social. You can watch it on all those places, okay? Um, Each day that passes, they just get more stupid, says Barb Naylor. We know what you're saying, and we disagree. Sorry. It's okay, Trina. It's all right. Christian is my son. He's five, Michelle. Okay. Hey, Christian, if you're watching, buddy, five years old? Are you kidding me? I have a little girl named Lily. And she's five years old, too. So I know how smart a five-year-old can be. So I just want to say happy birthday to you. And thank you very much for, uh, for helping your mom and all the things that you do to help your mom, okay? Happy birthday. Big shout-out, Heather. Nothing happened. Somebody asked why. What happened? Uh, nothing happened except for Facebook uh, stepped on me, took a dump on me, and made me feel like I was a piece of crap. That's what happened. I didn't even really like the idea of, uh, of broadcasting the show back on Facebook. I only uh, allowed it to happen so that we could let people know the show was still going. I don't want to do any more. So God's telling me to, to walk away from that completely, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. I just don't feel comfortable being there. Now, people will still, be, will still put the link on there for you to come over and watch the live video. Okay? We'll still put the link there. We're just not going to be broadcasting there. All right? LFA producer says he talked me into it. He sure did. Happy birthday, Christian. God bless you, buddy. All right, let's get back to the show now. <clears throat> Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. I have a question for all of you watching right now. Whether you're watching on Real America's Voice news platforms, whether you're watching on digital TV, whether you're watching on satellite TV, or apps or social media platforms, I want to question... I want to have, uh, ask you all a question. Is anybody out there sick of the gas prices yet? Or would you like to pay more? Because believe it or not, that's actually a real question that we should ask because there is a large portion of the country who wants to pay more. There's a large portion of the country who wants to stop drilling, stop fracking, stop all of it immediately to raise gas prices. There's a large portion of the country who wants to pay more for gas. So my question to you is, my question to you is, are you tired of the gas prices yet or not? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I know that truckers are tired of gas prices. And I told you 
that it was going to get worse. And the reason why we knew gas prices were going to get worse isn't because we have a crystal ball, isn't because we can tell the future, and it isn't even because God told us. It's actually a lot simpler than that. The reason that we knew that gas prices are going to get worse was because Joe Biden himself told us not only before that he stole the election, but he also told us after he stole the election. And not only did he tell us after he stole the election, he continues to tell us about how the gas prices are going to be worse because the Biden administration even said today that they are going to continue their war on the fossil fuel industry. They do not want the fossil fuel industry to be here any longer. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let me play for you what Joe Biden told us before he stole the election, and then it'll make a little bit more sense. Here we go. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. I guarantee you we're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yes. new pipeline infrastructure? Yes. New pipeline. And, and, exactly. and, and. No more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. I've argued against any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands. No one's going to build a coal-fired plant again, and we're going to get rid of the ones we have now. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. Well, there you go. The answer is yes. I'm destroying the oil and gas industry, whether you like it or not. That was before he stole the election. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go and listen to what the most boring press secretary in the history of planet Earth said about gas prices as well, or at least about their, at least about their uh, plans for the fossil fuel industry. Let's, uh, let's go to the clip of Mean Gene Kareen talking about the fossil fuel industries, uh, industry and how they're going to continue to wage war on it. And it's the, gas, it's, it's the gas executive's fault. It's not your fault. It's not, uh, it's not their fault. It's not Biden's fault. It's the gas executive's fault. And the gas executives should stop taking any more money and they should lower the price of gas. What's wrong with them? Check it out. We more here in the U.S., though. We, because we don't need to do that. What we need them to do is, with the oil that's out there, we need the, to, them to refine that oil so that, we, so that prices, so that the capacity could go up and then prices would go down, okay. inherently go down. Yeah. And so I know the president once said that he was going to end fossil fuel. Is that now off the table? No, we are going to continue uh, to move forward with our uh, clean energy uh, proposal, our climate change uh, and, and so proposal. Well, there you go, folks. Is anything going to happen? Are we going to get things better? No, no, no. We're going to continue to end fossil fuels. We're going to continue to go towards climate change, uh, renewable energies to save our earth. Folks, it's not going to get better. My question is, how long are we going to let them do this? How long are we going to let them force us away from gas, oil, natural gas, fracking, all that stuff, and into electric cars? Because the, the free market doesn't want it. You don't want it. I don't want it. Nobody wants it. The free market does not want to go to renewable energy. The government is trying to force you into electric cars. They're trying to force you into buying solar panels. They're trying to force you into building windmills on your own property, just like they tried to force you to buy health care. But little do they know in the United States of America, you cannot force us 
to buy anything. It is up to the people. It is up to the free market. That is what's going to happen. Your little plan to shove us into electric cars is not going to work. Okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in 30 years in the United States of America, the first time in 30 years, abortions are on the rise and birth rate is on the decline. That means all of their social engineering, all of their brainwashing, all of their indoctrination, all of their attempts to do everything they possibly could to get you to kill babies and become gay is actually working. And how do they do it? Well, they do it by grabbing the youngsters. That is why they groom. It's the same thing. Social engineering and grooming is the same thing. The latest data from the Gutmaker Institute revealed that abortion increased nationally for the first time in 30 years while births have decreased. Key finding from the uh, Gutmaker's latest abortion provider census reveals that between 2017 and 2020, abortions nationwide increased by a whopping 8%. 8%. And when you're talking about millions of babies being murdered, 8% is a large number. The life-ending medical procedure grew from 862,320 to 930,160 during that time. That means in three years, almost a million babies were murdered. In three years. The abortion ratio, the number of abortions per 100 pregnancies, has increased by 12%. Women under the age of 44 saw a 7% increase in abortions nationwide. The new data also indicates that in 2020, one out of every five pregnancies ended in abortion. Folks, you cannot sustain a country or a nation when you are killing more people than you are allowing to be born. We have become a nation just like Sodom and Gomorrah. We have, becoming, we have become the largest baby nation, baby-killing nation on planet Earth. How do you expect us to ever be blessed by God ever again? It cannot happen. It doesn't work like that. It's a very, very scary thing when you sit down and actually realize how many babies are dismembered, killed, and then their body parts and organs sold. It is a billion-dollar industry that the evil, corrupt, satanic left does not want to let their grip off of. That is why Joe Biden will, be caught, will declare a public health emergency. Because they no longer get to kill babies. One million babies in three years? Who knows what those people could have grown up to be? Who knows what those little young men and young boys and girls would have grown up to be. They could have grown up to be somebody who cured cancer. They could have grown up to be somebody who changed the world in the most epic way. They could have been given the opportunity to uh, worship Jesus Christ for their entire lives. But guess what? We'll never know. Because they were murdered by Democrats. For the first time in 30 years, abortions are on the rise and births are on the decline. And that is why I told you it was my priority to try to save the babies, ladies and gentlemen to try to save the babies any which way we could because God will never, ever shine his light upon us ever again, ever again 
if we don't at least save our nation's youth. It's, it's, it's a scary, scary thing to see. And whoever knew that we, the United States of America, would be the number one human trafficking nation on the planet and the number one baby-killing nation in the world. That is a sad state of affairs. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. The best part about bad news is knowing what we have to do to turn it around. And that's what we're all about right here. We'll be right back. Scary stuff, isn't it, folks? Scary stuff. One million babies dead. One million babies never having a chance to live because of the Democrats. And I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. If you're okay with that, then there is something wrong with you. If you're okay with that, something is definitely wrong with you. And that's, I I don't know what else to say, folks. You can't kill babies and get away with it. Not on God's time, not on his watch. No way. How's everybody doing over on Getter? Let's go over, let's shoot over to Getter and see how our family uh, is, is doing over there and what they're saying about abortion over there. If they don't want babies, either close your legs or sew it up. That's one comment on Getter. People are pretty passionate about this. Even There are even Democrats out there who are pretty passionate about this, folks. I got to be honest with you. I've talked to them. I know they exist. Save the unborn and our young children from those pedophiles. That's another comment on Getter. How about this one? That's exactly, or I've seen the pictures. It's pure evil. Do yourself a favor. Watch two movies. One, Unplanned. And watch another movie called Indivisible. Great movies on Pure Flicks. You're going to want to check them out. Um, the sad part is all the demon de- uh, dem demons and rhinos, pedophiles, groomers are all God's children too. That is a sad part. And I do pray for them. I do. As much as I can't stand to do it, I do pray for them. It's a very sad state of affairs. Heather Haddock says, I'm going to miss watching on Facebook. I'm very sorry about that, Heather. I am, but I got to listen to God, you know, and I don't want to be a part of any pedophile network and Facebook has a big hand in pedophile uh, human trafficking, a big hand in it. People let those babies live, says Tim on Rumble. Amen. Let those babies live. Let's get back to the show. We got some, uh, we got some, some stuff we still need to talk about, about these groomers and these pedophiles. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. Listen, uh, during the commercial break, there was a lot of people that had a lot to say about that last segment. You know what I mean? The way they've groomed this nation into thinking that abortion is okay. The way they've socially engineered our youth into thinking, hey, if you have a problem or if this is going to hinder your life in any way, just go kill the baby. That's not right. It's your right as as a woman to do that. No, it's not. No, it's not. God did not give you the right to murder. God gave you the right to nurture, not murder. He did not give anybody the right to kill babies. Those are the biggest blessing that God could ever give to us is our babies. Now, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of groomers, we're going to go to the emperor of groomers, which is Disney. Disney has lost billions and billions of dollars since they've decided to go woke. Since Disney decided to stick up for pedophiles. Since Disney decided to go against the people of Florida and Ron DeSantis, billions and billions and billions of dollars will no longer be able to be kept and hoarded by Disney because they've lost their special privileges, they've lost their tax-exempt status, and people around the world have had enough of Disney and they canceled Disney Plus everywhere. And you would think, 
that that would be enough. You would think, folks, that that would actually be enough to make them go, you know what, we better not groom anymore. Maybe we better get off of this. Maybe we better cave to the culture because the culture is telling us they don't want anything to do with it. But instead, in groomer fashion, instead of just saying, okay, you know what, we made a mistake, it seems very, it's very clear to us that that is not what the people that pay us want us to do. Instead of doing that, no, they doubled down. They doubled down. And in a, I don't know if it was in revenge or if it was uh, in response or what kind of backlash uh, they thought would not come from this, but they decided to go back in to their new Lightyear movie and put a gay kiss scene in it. Not only did they not rehire Tim Allen to be Buzz Lightyear because of Tim Allen's political leanings, but they also, in response to the people of Florida who have so graciously allowed them to be there for so long, tax-exempt, having their own laws, their own little governing uh, geographical area of Florida. No, no, they've decided we're going, to, uh, we're going to attack you now, and we're going to come back, and we're going to actually go back in post and re-edit the movie, even though the movie's completely done, even though we've put marketing behind it, we put advertising behind it, we're going to go back in now. And we're going to do some re-edits. And in those re-edits, they're going to be gay kiss scenes. How do you like that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I've already told you that 14 countries in the Middle East have decided not to carry the movie because of the fact that Disney so badly needs to have a gay kiss scene in it that they're going to literally cut their own hand off to do it. Now, I don't see Disney's response. I didn't see Disney put out a statement to the UAE I didn't see a a Disney statement to the Middle Eastern countries and to China who is not going to carry the movie. Where is Disney's statement condemning them? Why hasn't Disney come out with all of their might, all of their money, all of their power, all of their groomers? Why have not they come out and condemned these countries for what they've done? I've not seen a statement at all from any Disney employee saying, you bigots, how dare you? Why? Why? They would waste no time at all to come out to an American company, to an American state, to American people and say, hey, you guys are bigots. You guys are bigots. You guys are homophobes. You guys are white supremacists and nationalists. They would, they'd, be, they'd come out with a statement within seconds. Here we are now, days away from when the, uh, the 14 countries in the UAE, uh, the UAE, including China, said, we're not carrying it because of the gay kiss. And crickets, crickets from Disney. So ladies and gentlemen, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to give Disney the dumb, dumb award of the day for actually going the other route and not saying they're sorry and apologizing, but actually doubling down and thinking that a gay kiss scene in the new Buzz Lightyear movie would get back at Ron DeSantis. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day for the emperor of grooming, Disney. Oh, but don't worry, folks. Don't worry. Captain America. Captain America, who also works for Disney. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, because he's clearly not Captain America, never was. Matter of fact, he's about the most radical left-wing moron in Hollywood. He hates America. How he ever got the role as Captain America, I'll never know. 
Your name just went from Captain America to Captain Compost. This is how stupid this guy is. Wait till you hear this. Captain Compost actually put out a statement. And in his statement, he actually called the critics of Lightyear's gay kiss scene, including Muslim and Chinese countries, idiots who will die off like dinosaurs. That is what Captain Compost had to say to you. Disney and Pixar has restored the gay kiss scene in the upcoming Toy Story prequel movie. Lightyear after LGBTQ and others accused the two companies of censoring the gay content. Yeah, right. It's actually in retaliation to what Florida did. According to a report by Variety, the gay kiss scene was removed from the film, but it was reinstated after woke employees at Pixar sent a letter claiming Disney executives censored, censored excuse, excuse me, overtly gay affection content for children. LGBTQ employees and allies at Pixar Animation Studios sent a joint statement to Walt Disney. Hollywood actor Chris Evans, who voices the main character in Lightyear, shut down online critics who reacted to the uh, inclusion of the lesbian couple and their gay kiss scene. In an interview with Reuters, uh, Chris Evans, Captain Compost, said that who, uh, those who criticize the movie for having diversity are idiots. And the real truth is, those idiots are going to die off like dinosaurs. Every time there's been a social advancement as we wake up, the American story, the human story, is one of uh, constant social awakening and growth. And that's what makes us good, he added. There's always going to be people who are afraid and unaware and trying to hold on to what was before. But those people will die off like dinosaurs. I think the goal is to pay them no mind. March forward and embrace the growth that makes us human, said Captain Compost Chris Evans. Anything but Captain America. Sounds like Captain Communist to me. What a loser this guy is. What a loser Disney uh, executives are. What losers Pixar executives are. Like I said yesterday, they want the whole world to be gay. Well, how can the whole world be gay if we're killing off all the babies, if the birthing rate is down and you want everybody to be gay, how is the world going to survive? Doesn't make any sense. But to jump on there as the star of the movie and call 14 countries, including China, including China who owns Hollywood, idiots who are going to die off like dinosaurs, probably not a good look for Captain Compost. I don't know. You tell me. I don't think that's a good look. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on from that crap and let's move on to something really good. Let's move on for a big win for the good guys. You ready for that? All right, here we go. A Navy officer has finally beat his court martial and used COVID vaccine facts. I know that we talked about facts and how pesky they are, but he used COVID-19 vaccine facts to beat his discharge for resisting the Biden illegal mandate. This is a great thing. We all know that there's millions of Americans that will stand behind us every day and every night. And these are these kind of people. Here we go. Tucson, Arizona, a 22-year-old U.S. Navy officer told his story of fighting COVID-19 vaccine mandates and winning as part of a wide-ranging presentation Tuesday on the state of the U.S. military under resident Joe Biden that was live-streamed excuse me, on LifeSite News. The Flag Day press conference hosted by the Medical Freedom nonprofit Truth for Health Foundation featured remarks from Navy Lieutenant Bill Mosley, 
who objected to the mandatory COVID-19 vaccine, but rather than seek a religious accommodation, opted to bring his objections to the Administrative Separation Board in protest of the Armed Forces' plans to implement a blanket denial policy. Quote, It's easy to see that there was a bait-and-switch happening, Mosley said, and that's when I started reaching out to several medical clinics, going back several times and trying to document that the approved drug was not available. We're talking about um, comernity. And it didn't matter how many senior officers, medical officers, chaplains inside the military, uh, that I would raise these concerns about it. It would just fall on deaf ears, and they would say something along the lines of, well, we know it's wrong, and I can see that it's illegal, but what do you want me to do? There's nothing I can do. Well, Mosley faced charges uh, of failure to obey a direct order and threatened with discharge. So you know what he did? Instead of crying about it, instead of getting the vaccine, instead of just letting them roll, uh, rolling over and letting them do what he wanted, he actually requested the court-martial. He requested the court-martial. And last month, three officer Navy board, uh, three a three-officer, excuse me, Navy board, determined unanimously that his refusal did not constitute misconduct and that he should be retained. Mosley's attorney, uh, Davis Yount, successfully argued that the order for the military member to receive the experimental COVID-19 injection was not lawful, it was not a lawful order, and that the military has made the FDA-approved version of the, uh, has not made, excuse me, the FDA-approved version, which is Comirnaty, of the vaccine available to military members, and and based on that, he should uh, he should go free, and he did. And not only that, he will remain he will remain a Navy officer. So, because he decided to stand up, because he decided to fight, because he decided to use a little bit of common sense, we are going to go ahead today and give Navy officer, uh, the Navy officer, the Smarty Award of the day. Lieutenant Mosley, you get the Smarty Award of the Day for standing your ground, holding the, uh, holding the line, and fighting for what you knew was right. What a great, great thing it is to see some, uh, some justice be done. Folks, we're going to take our last commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America. I'm Jeremy Harrell, and you're not going to want to miss what we have next. We're going to send you out with a laugh, as we always do. God bless. We'll be right back right after this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got some good news. I just got word that the Biden hats, the uh, if you owe me, if you voted for Biden, you owe me gas money, are back in stock. So get in there. I don't know if we've let our web guy know it yet, uh, but we do have them. They're back in stock. It's on the website. So go in there now and get your, if you voted for Biden, you owe me gas money and send it to some liberals. Maybe they'll like it. Maybe they'll love it. I don't know. They'll probably hate it and throw it in the trash. Either way, you get 20% off right now until Father's Day. So go to JeremyHarrell.com and get your, if you voted for Biden, you owe me gas money hat. All right? Okay, let's finish this show out strong. You're going to love this. Here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've done it. We've made it through another night here on Real America's Voice News Live from America. I always want to leave you with some smiles. We do go like this through the show, probably because of the coffee, and then we're coming down, then we drink some more coffee. But either way... I'm going to leave you with a smile today. So, 
something that we like to do here on Live from America is we always like to create content that makes you laugh, okay? And today, our very own LFA producer made this new edit that you are more than welcome to share around the internet. It is Ballot Harvest Barbie, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, Ballot Harvest Barbie, limited edition from Mattel. Ballot Harvest Barbie comes with a special edition Ken Kinzinger doll, which is included 40 extra ballots, cell phone for taking pictures for proof, and an I voted sticker already attached. Ballot box sold separately. No guarantee that your vote will count if you are a Republican. That's right. Pick up your Ballot Harvest Barbie only at Woke Walmart today and get your special edition Ken Kinzinger doll included. And you can walk around and look like an actual loser. Get your Ballot Harvest Barbie today. But that's not it, folks. Let me ask you this. What is the loudest sound in the world? What is the loudest noise? The loudest sound on earth? Well... We've got that for you right here. Pay no attention to anybody else. We've got all the deets right here. The loudest sounds on earth go as follows. Number one, concert speakers. If you've ever been to a concert, you've probably had your eardrums blown out. Number two, fireworks. Ooh, fireworks are loud. Number three, gunfire. Yes, if you've ever shot a gun, you definitely need your headphones on because it gets a little loud. Number four, a blue whale? A blue whale Man, I can't even imagine how loud they are if they're louder than a gunfire. Number five, space shuttle. Elon Musk knows a little bit about this. I don't. I've never seen a space shuttle take off, but the loudest thing in the world is definitely a purple-haired street freak snowflake being misgendered. If you do that, you might just get your eardrums blown out. Matter of fact, you might go deaf for life. You definitely don't want to misgender a snowflake because you might be putting yourself at risk. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you got a little smile out of both of those today. And I'd like to thank our producer for putting together such content to give you a laugh in these hard times. If we can't laugh, then what can we do, right? Folks, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But guess what? There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. Until then, keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel because you are a child of God and he needs you to do it. Anyway, see you tomorrow, folks. Have a great night. Peace.